Welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform not just your business, but your life. And today, I want to talk about three ways to let your inner light shine. This is going to be so impactful for those of you guys who have been living in mediocrity or not taking the risks that you know that you want to take in your business or in your personal life. If you want to step into a bigger and bolder version of yourself, listen to today's episode because we are going to examine in three different ways how you can let your inner light shine. Hey there, and we're back. If this is your very first time listening, I'm giving you a big old electronic high five. Don't worry, I don't have cooties, so you're safe. I promise. (laughs) Make sure that you hit the follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening. So as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. Okay, so start your day winning with me, you know, because that's just what winners do. They win all the day by listening to things that make them feel encouraged, motivated, inspired. And that is what I want to do for you. That's my gift to you because I think that by you feeling amped up and motivated and encouraged, you're going to crush it. You're going to slay those goals left, right, and center. Okay. So make sure that you stay connected with me. Okay. For those of you guys who are like, yeah, I'm already connected with you. I'm already on Team Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. Like, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Look, sharing is caring, folks. If you want to make your world a less crummy place around you, <laughs> I, I, I don't know any other way to say it, but just that. And you want other people on your same game page so that they can be successful and in interacting with you. Share this podcast with someone that you know that could definitely benefit from this. Also, if you would love to get in contact with me, access my other recent episodes, or find out about what I got going on, join my weekly mailing list, it's free or anything of that nature where you want to get to know more about me or see what's happening in my world, check out the comment section below, info.deniseglee.com slash connect. There you'll be able to access my hub of all the stuff that I've got going on and also inquire about private coaching with me, okay? Now, I really want to just drive something really home because I've had some people say to me, Denise, are you a therapist? No, I'm not a therapist. But I have done a lot of work specializing in trauma and addiction. And so, but before I just get into anything, I just want to make it really important that this podcast does not provide medical advice. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes. No material in this podcast is intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen. And never disregard a professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something that you heard from me today, okay? That's just some legalese my lawyer told me to mention because I don't want to get in trouble and you understand I, I ain't a therapist. So with all that being said, I just want to talk about this idea of letting your light shine. And I think for especially women, this issue is very confusing, very twisted. And, it, and I want to kind of unpack, demantle and expose it to the light because I think that a lot of people are operating on false conclusions. And I want to do it through a story. It's story time, guys. Let's gather around and grab a cup of coffee or beverage of choice and uh, listen in. Okay. I hope you're comfortable. 
So the other day, check this out. I'm visiting a friend of mine in church and she is involved in a Sunday school ministry for the kiddos. The grade doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And I remember looking at her slowly and steadily decline. And I remember the last few weeks, she did, she was even going to church because she was so sick. And I remember when I first saw her at the start of fall, she looked frazzled. She looked nervous. She looked hyper. And I said, are you okay, Cindy? That's not her name. We'll just call her Cindy for the purposes of our, this conversation. Cindy was like, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm doing God's work. I'm having a great time. It, it's just, it's just newness. And I really enjoy doing this. And I said, okay. I heard the mania in her voice. I heard a mixture of anxiety and insecurity and a whole bunch of other things that, yeah, maybe on the first time doing something new that you're unfamiliar with, that's okay. But look, every following Sunday, I saw Cindy slowly getting more anxious, slowly getting more frazzled, and to the point where she stopped going to church for a couple of weeks. And then I saw her again this past Sunday. Her eyes were bloodshot red, and she said that she was okay. Anyone with full vision, unimpaired, right, could see that the woman looked like she was breaking down. And I looked at Cindy. And she said to me, I'm fine. When it was apparent, she wasn't fine. And I said, okay. Because I'm a big, I'm, I'm I'm a lady. I'm a big, big, big fan proponent of respecting people's boundaries. Meaning that I will not go physically or emotionally where I'm not welcomed. But it was very clear that she was, quote unquote, doing all the right things, being in ministry, serving, right? Helping the, helping the, the people around her, right? While she was breaking down. And I see this so freaking often, especially with women who think they need to be full-time the PTA while running their business, while being the full-time cook, by being the housekeeper and going and delivering meals to the elderly on the weekends. And you may say, <clears throat> well, this is just what I was raised by my mother or my grandmother. It's We serve, we help, we have infinite energy. Now, here's the thing. There's no one going to be as strong and courageous and resilient and masculine in the soul of a woman called the animas. There's no one going to be as gentle, as sensitive in the soul of a man the anima, anima, animas. Carl Jung's wife, the psychologist, Emma, wrote the book Anima, Animas that kind of distinguishes between the archetypes, the feminine and the masculine energy in greater detail. So that's something that if is of interest. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is that as women, specifically women, we have the desire to go, go and go some more. You know, when a woman is pregnant, She's working to create that, turn that fetus into a baby. When that baby is born, she's working to get that baby up. And when that baby is out, she's working, working, working some more to make sure that the baby's caretaking. Working. Mom. That's masculine energy. And for some women, 
they do not know how to let go and be feminine. Because so used to that inner drive. You may have heard women say this, and you may even say to yourself if you're a woman listening, I just have a drive to do this. I just feel like I need to do more. And it's because of the soul within you is masculine and wants to work, 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 work. But here's the thing. You've got my love. You've got the body of a woman. And it's not built nor designed to lift heavy things and to work all day long and to compete, conquer, and control. And that's why I've met so many women in their 30s and their 40s and their 50s that come to me and they say, Denise, I did what the feminists say. I was a career woman. I did everything I needed to do. And I feel drained and lethargic. I may or may not have kids. I may or not, may or not have a man. And I just don't know what happened. And the reason behind it, my love, was that you were not allowing yourself to be female, okay? Now, the converse is true for guys. I've met so many guys that have been over-mothered, over-nurtured. Anything you need, baby, I'll make sure I'll cook your food, I'll do your laundry, I'll make sure you're doing your homework, I'll, I'll bring a, a baggie to your school if you missed your lunch, I'll do anything and everything. And then it continues on where the, the, the boy is no longer a boy, he's an adult, he's in college, and everyone's paying for him, especially mom, making sure she's sending love notes and, and care packages. And the boy just grows up expecting women to be on their hands and feet. And my guys, if you're listening and you're wondering why you've never really had ambition, how can you have ambition if everyone's giving you everything on a silver platter? And you would think you'd be cool with that, endless service, constant mothering. No, a man, a real man wants to be respected. He wants to go out and forge his own destiny on his terms. He doesn't want to be led by leash by anyone, okay? And so often I've met some of these guys that turned into addiction, alcohol, gambling, any type of high to feel a sense of control, euphoria, and power. And the reason why is because inside he feels wounded because he has a sensitive soul that's never been allowed to be free. Now, why am I talking all about this mess of masculine and feminine energy and the animus and anima and all that other jazz in relation to the opening of Let Your Light Shine? Denise, what up with that? Well, I'm glad that you're wondering. I'm glad that you're still here listening to this because the whole point of this is the reason why we don't let our light shine is because we fail to understand where our energy comes from. And if we are plowing through hard in an energy that doesn't belong to us, we suffer and we die early. I've seen this happen way too many times. I remember I was talking with a client the other day and we were doing a more a hypnotic session as kind of do with my one-on-one clients is we kind of dive in into not just the energy we talk about like the where the and the messages came from the inception point okay and so many times i hear the parent voice and i talk a lot about this in amazing attitude so i'm going to leave a link in the show notes below if you're interested in inquiring about amazing attitude the parent adult child the parent is we all of us have three components of our soul a adult a parent or child our parent is the one that gives us the the do's the don'ts the shoulds the musts the hows 
right? But it's based on old archival information, archaic rather, information from we observe from our parents or from constant interactions. We make rules and regulations, unfortunately. We don't do an OS op- update often. When I say OS, I'm talking about operating system, kind of winking and nodding to my folks who are in the IT technology, information technology sphere, where the our computers, our smartphones, our, all of our electronic devices, things need to be updated so that we aren't susceptible to viruses, right? Viruses aren't necessarily physical. They're emotional, guys, when we're affected with depression, or anxiety, right? It, viruses aren't necessarily physical, guys. We're talking about shame and depression and envy, right? So we have to keep updating our parent with new information so that we're not sit repeating things that may have worked 10, 15, 20, <coughs> 40 years ago that we, our parents, did and work for them in their own unique circumstance. So here's the thing, here's the thing. I just need to explain this right now. When our parents gives us do's and don'ts, so many of us aren't trained how to communicate correctly because we don't give context about why we do stuff, right? I'll give you a perfect example. You might have said this to your kid if you're a mother, or you might have heard the same message when you were a kid, when a parent or a guardian or some authority figure around you says, don't run, don't run, don't run so fast. You know, I know I've said that. And if you say that enough times, a kid's going to start getting fearful about running. And the reason why it's because it doesn't know when it should, the kid can run. Okay, the, the light's turning red. Maybe I need to run up across opposing traffic so that I don't get caught when the traffic light turns green. Okay, as an example, we don't give context. For example, we, we just give these commands, don't do this, but we never say because. We never say do this and then say in order to. We don't give context. We don't give explanations. We just give mandates and orders and edicts, right? And rules and regulations in our mind, our, our, the psyche of our mind, specifically the parent version of our mind, records that information. And as soon as we face a conflict at work or our kids are acting well, we just go back to what our parent told us to do, those instructions, those rule books, right? Without understanding, hey, this is, might be different from the first time we used it. Maybe we need to have some tweaks in the system. Maybe we need to put in context what we thought was true because it may not apply at this present day. I see this happen often so many times, guys. Too many times. And I don't want that to happen to you. I don't want you to be stuck in the past and relying on old, archaic values that didn't work for your family, specifically your mother or your father, they weren't happy. They were freaking miserable, in fact, because they didn't know how to communicate carefully. And you, are, my dear, are listening and understanding that you got other options. You can't just say, well, my mom did it or my dad did it or that's all I knew. Because now you know better. 
And you're going to let your inner light shine. What is inner light? Inner light is going against what the rules and the do's and the don'ts. You're not letting your parent go buck wild and ruin anything that you want to do. Look, check this out. Too many of us fear about public speaking, right? Because we fear the criticism. But think about it. If you can get a couple of your homeboys or homegirls and have a beer or a beverage of choice and hang out and lead a conversation, that's public speaking, okay? This is just an issue of multitudes, okay? If you can speak to two people, you can lock eyes with one or two people. You can speak to four people. You can speak to 10 people. It's multipliers. So here's the thing. You can already master public speaking at the low level. But too many of us feel the criticism. But why do we fear the criticism? Because we're looking for no errors. And look, I probably had some major grammatical errors. Heck, I'm talking even slime. Heck is not formal language. But I'm going to let it roll. Because I know that I'm speaking truthfully and with authority. Get out there and be you, boo. Too many people are not allowing themselves the permission to say what's on their heart because they're fearful of someone trying to make them feel bad. But the reality is they're just projecting out what you're fearing about yourself internally. Let your inner light shine. If somebody's going to nitpick and say all the stuff about what you're not doing right, you have to ask yourselves, is this someone that you even want in your world? Or here, even bonus, can you use the information if it's constructive to make yourself a better person? Too many people say, oh my goodness, they're making me feel bad. Okay, let's, instead of thinking of it from, they're making me feel bad, they're giving me information that I otherwise wouldn't receive. And I choose how I feel about what people tell me. You don't have to feel bad. I remember, I'll never forget. I'll never forget this. And I, and this is something that is <laughs> still so remnants I still struggle with. Where I'm talking with someone and it looks like they're disengaged or uninterested. And they're, they don't seem to fancy what I'm talking about. And I'm like thinking, therefore, that I'm not worthwhile to have a conversation because they're not interested in the subject. Well, look, here's the thing. A zillion things may be happening. They may be thinking about their dog. They may be thinking about some upsetting thing that they've got doing on going on with their work. They may have to do something else. Look, here's the thing. No one can make you feel bad unless you allow that permission. Okay. So we make false conclusions based on incomplete information because we, we as human beings, we tend to think negatively. We have a negativity bias and we sabotage moments where we can tr- ask the questions, get the information, learn the lesson instead of feeling like a pile of crap. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of feeling like a pile of crap. Can you raise your hand, Sue? Can, are you tired of feeling like a pile of crap? Too many people are not living their best life because we internalize things that may not even be true. Okay. Too many of us are afraid of being a failure. 
We don't expand our business. Heck, we don't even start the business. We don't have kids or we have too many kids because we felt we were afraid of losing our partner. The too many we live in a city because our mom and our dad would hate to see us move away right we're afraid of doing anything that's different from the people that we care about because we're desperately wanting their approval and their opinion but here's the thing if we are looking for approval and opinions from insecure people we all lose we all lose because someone's gonna have to be a maverick someone's gonna have to Pave the way to a new way of being. Anger is a choice. Fear is a choice. Anxiety is a choice. And when I say that, I mean from the standpoint of we need to put things into context. We need to truly understand it from an objective point of view. And for example, I'll, I'll never forget, I was talking to this one particular client and we were talking about her desire to get married. And she said, you know, I, I'm afraid. Uh, she's like, I, I don't know when I'm going to be married. We've been, mar- we've been together for X amount of years. And it just seems like we're not going anywhere. And I said, have you put this issue to him? And he's like, well, I'm afraid of losing him. You know, we've been together for so many years. And I looked at her. I said, honey, you're losing you. You're losing you. You're so afraid about losing this particular person who could die next year, who could have cancer and get sick and his personality can change. But meanwhile, you're not living your best life. And that's unfortunate. And I see it happen all over the place. Because we just think, well, the status quo says you stay married if you're unhappy no matter what, because of the kids, or you don't get married because the guy is happy the way it is, because he enjoys having a free wife, or the guys never decided to quit being an architect and become an artist because he was told that real men have professional jobs. Whatever that looks like in your family, I bet you there's a, there's a whole encyclopedia, encyclopedia of rules and dictates that came from your family. That if you had beyonds and thought about it, it ruined your great grandparents' life, ruined your grandparents' life, ruined your parents' life, and and it might be ruining your life right now. So examine what you believe, why you believe it, and question it. The reason why we don't let our light shine is because we don't question the things that are around us. We just think that we don't rock the boat, we never second guess. Where good little girls or boys then turn into good little adults, right? Then everything's going to be okay. And how many times have we seen that that's not okay? It's not okay to live in mediocrity. For every single person who says, I have this business idea, but never does it. We are depriving our community of what we need. For every single person who denies the fact that they are unhappy in their Their relationship denies being loved by someone else in a powerful and unique way because we have grown accustomed to crumbs. And I talk about this so much with my clients, so much about how they need to understand the worthiness. Now, amazing attitude helps you, right? But when I work one-on-one with clients, I go so much deeper and talk about 
their history and their family and their belief system and just really rewire it on a much deeper level. You know, I've seen so many people who have done surface level stuff, like they've read Atomic Habits by James Clear. And don't get me wrong, it's a wonderful book. Highly recommend it as an example. But in order for you to really understand why we spin our wheels and why we don't really move out from the comfort to creative is because we have those messages and that comes with your identity. And I know that that book kind of touches about identity, but I go much, much deeper because I believe wholeheartedly if we can change your identity on a deep structural cellular level, you know, I, I know I sound profound when I say that cellular level, but it's true. If we can get to the heart, the nook and cranny of who you are, bruh, you're going to Mars. <laughs> you are moving this world. You are going to impact generations into doing things that they never even thought was possible. But it only starts with you shining your light. Okay. I know I talked a lot, so let's kind of recap everything I said. We talked about the masculine and the feminine energy. We talked about animas. We talked about the anima. We talked about how we as women get sick if we're working, 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 but now allowing us to feel good. And guys have been, some guys have been pampered and spoiled to feel good all the time, but they're not doing good and it makes them sick. And they go out and they take risks and they just do some wild stuff or they live mediocre lives because they are afraid of not having any approval. So we dim our light when we don't let our who we are fully shine and function. Okay? We don't let our light shine when we're relying on old, outdated, archaic ideas that's trapped and stored into our parent. I talk about this in Amazing Attitude more about the parent-child-adult. So check that out if you're interested. And lastly, we dim our light when we don't see the fact that maybe we're not putting things into context. Maybe we're not thinking things logically and objectively. Maybe we're not really seeing things the way it really is versus from a pain perspective. Okay? This episode, man, I, I'm, I'm pouring out my heart here because I don't want you to suffer needlessly. So if you really have found something of value, take action, whatever that action looks like for you. Okay. Also, please share this podcast with somebody who you know would benefit from this. And was there something that I said was like, whoa, ding, 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 ding. Let me know. You could either send me a voice message, check out that link below anchor.fm slash Tanish G. Lee, send me a voice message directly. Please let me know whether or not you want me to air your stuff out there because I want to respect your privacy and um, make sure you include your name and your hometown and anything else that's pertinent. And then lastly, I just want to say that you, my dear, control your destiny. Not your mom, not your dad, not your cousin, not your uncle Jim, not Willie from the block. None of these people matter as much as you deciding for yourself that you are going to be there for you, whatever that looks like. Okay. So that being said, thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.